Hi, welcome to another Cage Club Revisited. Change of plans. Last episode I said next two are going to be animated. Sorry, lied. We're going to do It Could Happen to You Today, which is one of my favorite movies that I'd never heard of before the Cage Club. Yay. I love this movie so much. Yay, Bridget Fonda. Uh, we also decided that since the last episode, which we just finished recording, I don't know, 20 minutes ago, that we're not going to do five Cage things we did episodes for. We're not going to do Industrial Symphony Number 1. We're not going to do Welcome to Hollywood. We're not going to do Too Tough to Die, a tribute to Johnny Ramone. We're not going to do Grindhouse. We're not going to do With Great Power, the Stanley Story, just because they're all two to three mm. hours, or 80 minutes to three hours for a not, minute of Cage yeah. in each. Mm-hmm. Or it's, Welcome to Hollywood. Not even in it. Not even in it. Nope. It's not all bad material. It's just not good Cage material. Right. I would love to do Grindhouse, but we're not going to do a three-hour thing. I would love to do Welcome trailer. to Hollywood again. I think I'm going to rewatch that soon. Oh boy. Made me a Rifkin fan. What can I say? I've, been, I've discovered the world of Rif Coogan, and, and there's no turning back once you go through Adam Rifkin's filmography. Once you once you go Coogan, you never you know, I can't even say it because it doesn't make any sense. Once you go Coogan, you never go back. So today, is, it could happen to you. We're watching the Blu-ray today. All right. Experience High Definition. It says on the front cover. So we're starting in three, two, one, and play a movie. What's great about this Blu-ray disc is the... The menu. Menus are they have all lottery sound effects, and dollar signs, dollar and signs, uh, lottery cash calls. registers, sounds and stuff, ka-ching. So yeah, that's nice. These these HD menus are already more attractive than anything we saw in Amos and Andrew. <laughs> Just the music puts me in such a better mood too. Seeing it's so fun. hopeful and optimistic. And here we go. Oh, Rob, Credits Rob starting. Cage. Rom-com Cage, who I think did not win, no, Action won Best Genre, even though my favorite Cage genre is rom-com. And it's something that I keep talking about, how Keanu should do rom-coms, and he just straight up doesn't. I mean, is is Cage too old to do another rom-com? I mean, he's getting into... You're never too old to do another rom-com. Especially if they made what that that Jack Nicholson one that we did for Keanu Club. Like, I feel like Cage is... Did it happen to you? Yeah, pretty soon Cage, or pretty soon Keanu will be a naked happen to you. Not a happen to you, I mean, something's got to give. That's it. So this movie was nominated... Oh, wait, no. Did Rom-Com win? No, it couldn't have. No, Rom-Com won because we both voted for it. It's best genre. I saw this in theaters down at the shore when it came out. Tom's River. We didn't even nominate this for Best Love Story. What's wrong with us? Well, what was it up against? Best Love Story was Sailor... I mean, Sailor and Lulu were never going to... You can't get any... Nothing's going to beat that. See what else was nominated New for? York City. Best female lead. We didn't nominate her for best female lead. Jesus, what was wrong with us? But also, uh, Amber Heard won. There was lots wrong with us during Cage Club. <laughs> best movie based on a true story. It lost to Bringing Out the Dead. Seymour Cassell back from, uh, wasn't he in Zondali? Or he was in Sunny. He was in something. Oh, I forgot Stanley Tucci's in this and that it's narrated by Chef. The Tucci is loose. And his partner from The Wire, which he will get to soon. Starting at one week from but today. His partner is Bunk, who is great. There he goes, <laughs> There's Cage. This is already more cinematic than all of Amos and Andrew. Like, oh, it's yeah. amazing how. And this is like a year later, so this is 94 versus 93. The first five minutes of this movie beats the last 30, hour and a half of our life. And yep. this is more comedy already than. Mm-hmm. Look at that physical comedy, you know, all kinds of stuff, all in one shot here. 
I mean, not only do you get a blind guy trying to cross the street, but Cage helping him. We and also have, like, a real clear sense of, like, who Cage is, as opposed to just, like, is he a pedophile? Is he a thief? Is he a car <laughs> thief? Is he a B&E guy? Like, what is his story? Oh, that guy looked right at the camera. <laughs> did you see that? I did not. <laughs> he got off the bus, and he just, like... <laughs> oh, Caleb Deschanel, didn't we look up that that's, like, Zoe's dad or something? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and he worked on, um... Or affiliate, yeah, he worked on Twin Peaks. Cage delivering a baby. I love it. Uh, this reminds me of... Isaac Hayes, shaft theme. It reminds me of... Um, which one's the one with Don Cheadle's and Angels at the Family Man? Yeah. Sort of reminds me of that, like sort of like hmm. the, the magical black man. Whoa, yo, he just changed the side of the street in the same shot. That was nice. This is well set, well shot. Rosie Perez. It's funny because I got when he was walking down the street, I got a real guide to recognizing your saints look of the block, and like that little kid who walked up on him with a shirt open could have been, you know, Shia or uh, Little Dito. Little Dito. Go listen to all his movies. Also, if you're listening to this, let us know. This is maybe the earliest episode that we've we've called have a call to action of let us know that you're listening to this. Email Joey at cageclub.me and just say like you don't even have to say anything. Just say I heard this. I Say you heard it on It Could Happen to You and you're emailing. I'm very curious if anybody's going to listen to this. I see download numbers, but I don't know who listens to what. Yvonne, the waitress. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so Rosie Perez, the wife of Cage, money problems, wants to be rich and famous. And then yep. you get Bridget Fonda, who's all money trouble. But through, you know, no fault of her own because she's, no, yeah, she's got a terrible ex-husband. She let the tooch loose and, yeah, never put him back in the cage. I mean, once the tooch is loose... I mean, it's nearly impossible to get him... You can't retooch. No, to get him unloose. She's so adorable. This is going to make me uh, wish that she didn't retire and get all again. over again. I know. Every time I see her in anything, it's like, uh-huh. Maybe not Little Buddha, but... I mean, she's not bad in Little Buddha. It's just that's very... Her parts are very strange. That's just a year after Little Buddha over at Keanu Club. This is, it's shot in a way that like she's sort of like glowing, you know. Well, like, the whole movie kind of has that going. Like there's um like a, like a Liz Taylor Street. filter on it. Yeah. <laughs> I like how they're setting up things though in the dialogue. Like she's talking about luck and she's got no luck and she's gonna get very lucky later. And Rosie Perez talks about oh money will solve all my problems and it just like creates more problems. So pretty good setup here. Really. You know, compared to the last movie, it's like, oh my gosh. It's night and day. And compared to the next movie that we're going to do, it's, you know, we're really, it's it's a delicious It Could Happen to You sandwich surrounded by shitty bread. No spoilers for the, what the next movie is, but it's a recent Cage movie that we're not crazy about. We've really got to figure out how to pace the day to, like, put good movies <laughs> to bad movies. Like, I don't know if it's better to... It's mm-hmm. probably best to end with a bad movie, but also... Or end with a good movie. Yeah, but I don't rather. really want to watch, like, the movie we're watching next, right after Amos and Andrew. Just, like, uh, it's, like, you know, three hours. Just, ooh. Well, I mean... Are there any good movies left that we need to watch? We could call an audible. It's, it's no, there's early. plenty, but, I mean, I just want to, you know... We don't have a guest for these. I want to make sure that we get... Mm-hmm. Get thrown. Get these out of the way. Get them watched. Oh, her umbrella doesn't work. If you're listening to us, if you're listening to this and you know us, and you want That's to watch these movies movie. with us, let us know. You don't see that often. She just threw out the umbrella that was broken. That was a nice little move. 
Okay, uh, Isaac Hayes, I think it might be a little too much. No, I mean, it's setting it up. I don't. Th- I think it's just because we haven't really... I mean, like but she, we don't... But, but at the end, it's not even clear if, if his name is Angel, if he is an angel. Isn't he actually there, though? That's what's weird. He's breaking the fourth wall, but he also exists within their Well, because he set reality. up Cage, and he set up Bridget Fonda, and he's going to set up their love story, then he's going to, like, sort of receive... No, he could keep talking. It was just a little weird to keep seeing him show up. like Shaving up. Cage. That's right. It's a big, happens in so many movies. It's a big Cage connection there. A lot of pink in this shot. Yeah, it's a pink bathrobe. bathroom. Pink bathroom, pink shower curtain. Pink tiles, yeah. Pink sink. I mean, now, I know this is based on real events, true story, something like that. Um, I don't I don't know if I buy these two as a couple. They seem a little too, like, I don't know. Like, he seems... Maybe it's just because he's tall and she's short or something. I don't know. Something throws me off about them as a No, couple. it's fine. Because, I mean, he's sort of like a hero cop. And, you know, who wouldn't want that? Well, that's it, I guess. But... She- she doesn't seem like she's attracted to his personality. Like she married him, maybe because he is a cop. Well, she's she's a terrible person. That's it. So why did he? How did he get stuck with her? It's not like they have a kid. Because she's she's cute. She's very cute, but maybe she. That's it. She's like uh, possessive and demanding, and somehow wrapped him around her finger. Oh, you know what we should do? Here's a game that we could play when movies get slow. We should do, if this movie was made today, who would be in what role? We could recast <laughs> each movie. Okay. Because when I was watching well, My Boyfriend's Back, I really wanted them to have a remake with, like, he's too old for it, but, like, that, that main guy, Johnny, looks so much like Rob Hubel. Okay, yeah. And I was like, I could see Rob Hubel in that role. And then his friend, who sort of disappears in that movie, I was like, that could be a Jonah Hill guy, you know, the one oh, who absolutely. tries to bite his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Cage could still pull off the Cage rule here. Um, <laughs> maybe Gosling. I, we I do don't know. Gosling and Emma he's, Stone. He's sort of like a yeah, Gosling and Stone. I mean, that's sort of like a first round go to pick. Or Gosling and Michelle Williams. Yeah. Either or. You can get Chris Rock as the partner. No, maybe he's a little too old. You can get the guy from Your Next. He's no, you know what you could get coming. for the partner is you could get um, Michael B. Jordan. Or, well, actually, no, oh, he's, too, he's too big for that role. No, yeah, you need someone maybe from television. You get Gerard Carmichael. Okay. Comedian also in Neighbors and Neighbors 2. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's not no, terrible. I'm familiar with him. I'm not a, that big a fan, but he's good. Uh, I was thinking a little... Uh, I don't know. I keep skewing older... Keenan? Keenan. That could work. Or even, uh, like, Jordan Peele or someone. <laughs> nice look. That was, what, what was the He's like, you're totally flirting with her and you're married, man. What are you doing? What you doing? Give me two. Utah. He's just so, like, goofy and happy and positive in this already off the bat. Man. Yeah, she really likes you. I also like this movie, this actual disc, because it has subtitles, as opposed to the last one did not have subtitles, so we can actually know what's going on. Oh, yeah, they gotta get out of here. But he has no money, so... 
What's he gonna what's he gonna do? How's he gonna get out of it? Even though like really I mean I know that there are corrupt cops, but, like who's more trustworthy than like a police officer saying he'll pay you back, you know what I mean? Well yeah, he's supposed to be, yeah, exactly. That's Yeah, that's how you're supposed to think of cops until the corrupties came along. <laughs> until... Um He's no bad but, lieutenant. Yeah. But no, but I mean just from the like I'm sure just from the minute she was taking his order, she could tell, like, he is he is much nicer than most of the people she deals with all day yeah. long, you know? Wait, there's a dollar in there! Well, if he's even if he's just... How much is he short? What, do you get two cups of coffee? Probably, like, back in 95? Like, what's it, like, three bucks? 94? Two or three bucks? Oh, so he just can't leave a tip. Oh, wait, he's got two bucks in there and a lottery ticket. Save the cat. He's literally saving the cat, but the cat in this movie is Jane Fonda. It's her. <laughs> is she Jane Fonda's kid? Uh, yeah. No, uh, no, that's her aunt. It's um, Peter okay. Fonda is her dad. Okay. Jane Fonda's seventy nine, and she still looks great. Yeah. Good genes. Um, I love this premise. Like just these two sort of da- like she's down on her luck he's just real yep well this is what it was this is the uh, ba- this honest, is story that it was based on yeah like his honesty and stuff it's such a feel good story nice shot there in New York sun coming down play a little stick ball in the street with the kids it does feel like an old timey movie like it does have that it's set in modern day you know but it's like I'm getting kind of like a King of the Hill look vibe from it that ooh. Soderbergh movie but definitely that that glossy like it's almost like like a hyper heightened reality like a hallmark reality but well done not schmaltzy yep I think that's weird but it's also adorable how he plays baseball with the kids he's the only adult yeah it's there's one watching him but yeah it's nice it makes you think like oh he should have some kids with Rosie Perez she does not seem like the mothery type. Designing women or watching he has to sit through designing women. Well, he's gonna soak his feet somewhere. She I love how she just decided to complain about that after he got it all set up. Now he's gonna get his wet feet on. Well that's exactly carpet. the kind of person she is. <laughs> That was great. Spilled the water. I like how he basically he's equidistant from her now. She's just not literally next to her, but he's now you know catty corner from her. So the the, the yeah. tub is just as close. I mean, yeah, the proximity of her of his feet in water has not changed. He just moved on to a different couch. Wait, his name is Charlie in this too? Oh, you're kidding, Charlie Bodell. I like Rosie Perez. She hasn't really done... I feel like she kind of semi-retired. She joined, like, talk shows and started doing daytime talk and all that kind of stuff, but I always liked her. I wish she was in more stuff like this, more comedy stuff. You know, most of her stuff seems to be, like, serious. She was in Pineapple Express. I guess that's, like, the last thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, she does... She's a good comedian. She's good in comedy movies and stuff. I wish she, she done... A couple more recent ones. But here he comes. 
Oh, no, I thought it was the Tooch. He's not loose yet. My bad. MasterCard must have paid so much on that. It's at least the third time MasterCard has been said by name. Although it's also negative that, like, she's bankrupt. She owes them money. So I don't know if that's necessarily the way that they want to be portrayed. You know what I mean? I don't know what they're... I don't think they're complaining now. They don't exist anymore as far as I know, right? MasterCard? MasterCard? Yeah, it's still a thing. They exist. MasterCard's still a thing? Yeah. Oh, wow. How do you not know that? I don't know that. I don't know, because I have a Visa card, I guess. <laughs> uh, MasterCard's still a thing. I had a MasterCard up until a couple years ago. Up until they shut down shop? No, they're still MasterCard. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know why I got the impression they were gone for a while. Maybe I'm thinking, is Discovery still around? Discovery card still around? Discovery still exists. Jesus. I'm out of the loop. What I mean, mostly it's it? just Visa and Amex. What year is it? <laughs> they got two anniversaries and you can't get them straight? Well, she's not helping issues either. She seems extremely frustrated by this whole living situation. That like she doesn't like the guy she's married to. She doesn't like the apartment she's in. She doesn't like the food she's. She doesn't like anything happening. Now that I'm looking for houses, I'm like looking around at this decor, and it's so like everything about this is so '90s, and not like in a bad. I mean, it's obvious because it's from the '90s. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like in a bad way. It's just like everything is very of the '90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, they won. See, she's got a great high pitched scream without really piercing your ears too right. hard, you know? <laughs> He's got a great reaction. He's like, oh, shit, that waitress. By the way, he's... Can we just say... I think we skipped over his whole heating up the Jiffy Pop. No, he was doing it. He didn't... He We saw him in the middle of it. No, I don't think beginning. we commented on it, though. I mean, it deserved a little... Yeah. It deserved a mention. holding the whole scene. I wonder if that was a prop of a pop, like a almost pop Jiffy Pop pan Oreos Smuckers let's name a couple more things we'd like to eat is that her sister it might be I think so it's kind of sad that her own apartment looks like a little like she's got that diner table like her table looks like a diner with the false flowers and or they could be real flowers but they're kind of sad and then the napkin dispenser I don't know I love how, like, physically he's just, you know... Yeah. He's just devastated. Yeah, he's already trying... He he should be celebrating. He's just trying to figure out how to break the bad news. (laughs) He immediately doesn't recognize his wife. (laughs) She's been rich for, like, a minute. Why would... One ticket. Yeah, why would they get 12 cuts of the... No, they don't, right? No, but that's like... She's just crazy. Right, because she's in panic mode. She's in shock. Look at her. (laughs) How did did word get out so quickly that so many people won? Like... Well, I think if you win and call in... But they, they tell, you, tell you like a bowling team in Albany. No, no, like. no. That's a movie thing. But they'll they'll tell you if any. I think they will tell you if you'll have to split it or what they know so far. How many people have called in so far? I've never won the lottery, so I don't know. You have to logistically. No. I've got to tell you something, honey. Well. I'm trying to link a connection between those gold elephants. Oh, wow. I got the line exactly right, just a little bit inverted. He said, honey, I got something to tell you. I'm 
I, I could write movies. <laughs> I can't write movies. You could rewrite this movie. I don't want to rewrite this movie. This movie's perfect. If we recast it, who would Rosie Perez be? Oh. Hmm. I don't know. Is there anyone kind of... You couldn't really... You'd have to go with someone totally different. Oh, you know who it would be? It would be Alana Glazer from Broad City. No, that would be good. I could see that. She's high energy. She's crazy. High energy crazy girl, yeah. You need someone... I feel like the most important thing about her is she screams like New York to me. Alana Glazer does that, yeah. Yeah, so you need someone like that. Like, she's definitely, I mean, more, more, way more so than Bridget Fonda. She screams California girl to me for some reason. I love uh, this new game. I'm happy that we came, that I came up with it. We still gotta, I still got to make bingo boards. I was thinking about making bingo boards for this, but, you know, hmm. based on the movies that we're going to watch today, I didn't think that we are going to need downtime. But I also didn't think we are going to need downtime for the, the weatherman, and that sort of surprised us yeah. how, like, really right. immensely... Oof. Yeah, I would was. just watch that one alone. Like, I wouldn't watch that with people next again. I, that doesn't. That's not a good group movie. Kind of break, brought the whole room down. Real depressing. Oh, how can you stiff? You can't stiffer. I mean, what a terrible person. Why doesn't Rosie? Why doesn't Rosie Perez just go kick a dog or something? By the next year, four million dollars. I mean, like I know this—you'd be lucky you could just live comfortably the rest of your life. It is a little strange. I feel like these are the only two cops we ever see in the city. Like it's okay. I mean, you know, my how different they are from the cops (laughs) in the last movie. Oh my gosh. These guys are in the running for best cops, or most well portrayed. But they feel more like small town cops. They just feel like these little neighborhood cops. Oh, it's the Ghostbusters um, firehouse in the background. Is it? Yeah, that's it. All right. Like it feels like they never leave the village. <laughs> that's how it feels. He's talking about how if you won the lottery, he'd want a stereo system you can hear in every room of the house. And I wonder well, if it's like a precursor to Sonos that he's talking about or like just something that's so loud that no matter where you are you can hear it. You just better be careful setting up that stereo system that no way people are looking at his windows. Oh, it's timely. It is timely, but it's also timely based on what we just watched. I thought that... Did that diner have two ends? It might... It might have. Maybe it was just saying dinner. I don't know. The dinner diner. Oh, oh. I think it said ends with a D. I thought you... I think ends... This it's, is a good scene. This is kind of funny. Scene. We get two, like, freak-out scenes that people won the lottery back-to-back. We got Rosie Perez, and now we got yep. her. Is that waitress pregnant? I didn't catch that the first time. My three weeks on slave ship. A slave I think that's like a... Is that I think a real headline? Like, no, I think it's like a, you know, National Enquirer newspaper. Oh, okay, okay. I think. Well, though, maybe not. Because we're recording in in person, we can't really, or not in person. You know, we're 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 not editing this, so we can't really go back. Can't check the for two ends in diner. Can't check to see what newspaper he's reading. So she gives this guy free, like he's got AIDS, right? Like this yep. is early HIV stuff. Okay. This looks like the sort of um, 
this version of Cage to me, this feels like sort of like the residual self-image version that okay, the this, general this public you, would uh... like sort of like when they think of Cage. I feel like this is the look. This is hmm. the most sort of normal. Yeah, well, like presented, like presentable, presented as like mainstream Cage. I feel like this what? is it's just like a very ideal look for him, I feel. Well, when you think of Cage, what do you think of him? Cuz when I was saying for Keanu, my residual self-image of Keanu is the Matrix, the first Matrix <laughs> of his residual self-image. Yeah. I don't well, know what I think of when I think of Cage. He carries know, this probably, look a lot. No, you know, but... probably, because this is actually similar to, hair's a little bit longer, I bet most people think of him in National Treasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is yeah, similar to that, just a little, like, you know, a, little bit, a little bit balding. Because mm-hmm, right. he's not much heavier, probably like a few pounds heavier, but not too much more in National Treasure, which is ten years later. But yeah, but I feel like this is maybe the best he's looked. <laughs> no, one maybe. of the best. One of the best times. Ew, oh. put, ew that's nasty. They're putting the ashes in the coffee like that. Grossness. Hey man, what you gonna do? I got a guy just he sits up there like he works at a pharmacy or something with that <sighs> lab coat on. That's they, comedy. You know, they must do it every time if he's if he's expecting it to taste like that. She had so to put yeah. She had to put glasses on to look even more adorable. She's got the barrette in her hair. Everything about her is just so cute. I mean, I suppose technically she never would have found out that he won the lottery. No, she would have seen him on TV. A while from now, right? But does he frequent this place? Not like he frequents this no, place. No, but I mean, like, I feel like if you're a waitress, and maybe this is just like that John Mulaney joke about. Um, uh, SVU, but like, I feel like she was probably like has pretty good facial recognition. If you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Possibly. It's so funny. I went to Dunkin' Donuts last night, and there's a guy there who usually gives me my coffee, but he's never tried to guess my order before. And so this was like the first time he saw me, and he tried to like get get my order prepared. So was he, he right or was he wrong? He was so off. He was way off. So I walk in. He's like medium. I'm like large. He goes black. I go cream and sugar. <laughs> it was hilarious. It couldn't be more far off. It was the best. I'm like, dude, why? You know, why start now? <laughs> You've never tried to guess my order before. You never had it ready for me to go. You see me like almost every day, but you get Dunkin' Donuts coffee every day. Almost, yeah, like every other day, every third wow. day. I will either get up and make it, or I get up and go to Dunkin' Donuts and get a cup of coffee in the morning. I don't it's right down the street. I mean, it's like a walk to Dunkin' Donuts. I don't. I still drive there, but okay. all right, all right. You don't Dunk. like you don't like D and D. I don't. Uh, I don't drink coffee. Oh, okay. I can't. I feel I like mean, if I drank coffee that much, I would just make it. I I make a lot of coffee. I mean, nice I little, nice little luxury. Treat yourself. I already. Have, I, I like, love the smell of Dunkin' Donuts okay. coffee, though. Mm. I I don't like um, Starbucks. I can't stand it. Here's gonna tell. Oh, here it is. She she didn't even remember it. Well, she knew about it, but she was like, I'm not keeping any faith in that. Let's give her the out. Since you want nothing, I'll take half.
Wait, did we recast her or no? No, no. I don't know if he can, but we're getting... Oh, no, didn't we? I said it was Gosling and... Um, oh, yeah, Michelle Williams or Emma Stone, yeah. But we could change that up. Who else could go here? Because, I mean, Gosling isn't the only... I, I don't feel like they would get him nowadays. Uh, he's too big. Well, let's... Although they would be a good match, he has a bit of that look going on. She's got that look like you just told her her son's the reincarnation of the Buddha. <laughs> she's so angry and like, because she's like, she doesn't want to be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, she can't accept that anything good would ever happen to her. The lottery lottery. Which we somehow know. In it. So wait, the bowling. There's, there's. Okay, so three. No, it doesn't make sense. Three the, tickets. The, the, the numbers don't add up. Okay, 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 okay. She said that sixteen people won. Then and a bowling team got nine, and they only got four. It doesn't make sense. And sixteen, whatever. Let's. We don't have to think that hard. I don't think the movie's asking us, even though they keep mentioning the stupid bowling team. She. This is so whimsy. He's like, oh, that stupid idiot told her. He did it. Can't take it back now. JK, uh, we didn't win the lottery. Don't go giving away pie now. I mean, you're going to blow all the money before he even handed it over. Well, no, uh, she, that's a nice addition to the scene there, putting all the uh, ice cream on it. <laughs> He's adding it all up. This is well-directed. I like this movie a lot. Who's the director? Andrew Bergman? Is that what it said? Is it? Was it? That's the problem, is it's... I I feel bad not knowing... His work. What else? I mean, this isn't exactly the typical stuff I watch, but it is. Andrew good. Bergman did take it. Six films: Striptease, The Freshman. Oh, that's great! I love The Freshman. Honeymoon in Vegas. Love. Oh, he did Vegas. He did. I love that. Isn't she great? And so fine. I don't know those. Well, this is the DVD cover, so fine, a revealing comedy. Unbelievable, wow. Quite revealing. <laughs> Rosie Perez doesn't give an F. All the money. What? We're doing the Dude, right, do the right thing. That that Hasidic guy was just standing on her foot the whole time? I don't think so. I think she's just being, you know... Yeah, pushy. Rosie being Rosie. Wow, Cage just looks so clean cut in this. I just keep sort of getting sidetracked by that. Plus, the guy playing the... The, the guy next to him looks a little like Harold... Um, looks like Harold Ramis to me, but I guess that's neither the here or there. guy? Yeah. 
Could have been Well, we're on to the next scene. Oh, here's the bowling team. Oh, the bowling team. This is okay. Bowling for dollars. Hey! It's Big Pussy! (laughs) He was also in, um... Oh, man! Welcome to Hollywood. Was he really? Yeah. That's so funny. You got a little walk-on here, a little extra scene. Oh, Um, wow. I was watching a Dinner for Five. You know that show, Dinner for Five? The John Favreau show? Yeah. Yeah, it's on YouTube, all of them. He put them all up there for free. And there's one with him. And he talks about getting into... Yeah, he talks about getting into the business and being an extra and... I think it was for Scarface, if I'm not mistaken. It was some movie where he started talking, and the director was just like, leave it in, leave it in, or whatever movie it was. And how, from every point then, he sort of tried to sneak a line in and get upgraded from an extra to one with a talking point. And sure. we just saw him talk to the camera in this movie, so that's so funny. That's a good, that's a good episode with him. Because, I mean, we're now, like, you know, three or four years after this, he probably got cast in The Sopranos, so... Yep. Be around there for a spoiler alert, like two or three years. Hey, that's uh, an actual news reporter. Well, it's New York one. I mean, maybe Larson knows him. No, that guy from Channel Eleven News oh. at the time. Yeah. Somehow it's weird. Uh, I mean, it's not that movie at all. But imagine Cage trying to like parlay this into some type of threesome, <laughs> some kind. Oh, sure. <laughs> as soon as the this goes broadcast, like, what would really happen is, you know, she would get a modeling career, Rosie Perez would get a modeling career, like, <laughs> they'd be set for life. Yep. Oh, she's already hawking products. Denorex. I guess that's just what you say to anything, like... When you win the lottery, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy this. Like Buying the police force is not a sound investment. <laughs> it's, it's not like you could buy the police force like you could buy her diner. Like, she could buy the diner. Like, Rosie could buy the salon, but he can't buy the police force. Like, <laughs> oh, So who are those other people that won the lottery? We don't spend any time. Cop gives waitress $2 million tip. The worst team in baseball, the New York Mets. Some things never change. Oh, Bobby Valentine on the cover. No, maybe that's not Bobby. Maybe it's pre-Bobby Valentine. There's Isaac. Yeah, you know, he's just hanging around. But this seems like it would be a good time for him to talk, not just walk across the screen in a really weird way. That's just like a reminder, like, hey, he's not gone. Which I get. It's weird, but I get. I don't, but okay. No, I, I understand, but I don't like it. <laughs> it's maybe my one thing is is him. Like, I like the voiceover. I just don't know that we need a presence, like a guardian angel type. It'd be cool if that was him. If he was also, like, the blind guy panhandling on the street corner, and they interact with him, and then, yeah, like, he appears throughout the movie. That's more of a Don cheadle kind of, I'm going to disguise myself as a character in the film and be this angelic type of presence that hat is ugly and I don't know about you but I don't I'm not a big fur guy I don't think it looks that great Uh, it looks like they're spending all their winnings in one day well they're not she is yeah oh it you're gonna get painted can't return it now 
Oh, sorry. Uh. Congratulations, Charlie and Muriel. Man, you were falling asleep during the most adorable no, game No, I movie. just had to yawn. That's a different... It's different. I was falling asleep during Amos and Andrew, but that one's... That's, you well, know, it, it looks like he's carrying expected. a dead animal. I guess that's well, the point. Well, I think point. that's the point, yeah. Yeah, I never really... Like, they bled for you, and now you can look like you bleed for it or whatever. She's got blood on her ugly hat. But that doesn't look like it's out of place. That looks like it's designer to me. You see that lady complaining about how the trunk was so full? Pulls one giant blue box out, and you know what that means. In her little shitty apartment. A little pink thing going on here There's with the exterior. Pink, yeah. I mean, I feel like the DVD cover's all blue and pink, oh, isn't it? It's, it's the color of love, so... Kind of. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of blue and pink on there. There's a lot of blue. Oh, here comes the tooch. Because he heard what happened. And if there's one thing the Touche loves more than Bridget Fonda, it's money. As we know that she put it, he put her in debt. She's just happy she could buy this little thing little of planters peanuts. It's like I could finally like have a square meal. Mastercard. So they must have heard that. So. Okay, so MasterCard heard that she won the lottery, and now they're calling her with a new line of credit. Nothing about what she owes. So I guess she's in the clear with MasterCard. Didn't have to do much. What? Spanked my tushy with a wire brush. I think that's as hardcore as we're going to get in this movie. Is this movie really PG? Probably, right? Probably. PG. Amos and Andrew couldn't have been more than PG-13, right? And then... Well, they drop a hard end in that. Yeah... And we get the dildos and stuff. Oh, we only get the Tooch on the uh, voice. There he is. But the Tooch is contained to the voice machine. <laughs> the answering machine. Wait, so she played back yes. two messages, and then the third one was like a live <laughs> message? I think so. Or she, the phone rang and she let the message pick it up? No, that's weird. Wait, I wish we could go back because it I does think, seem I think like... It, I think it did ring. Okay. I we wish have, it didn't. We have the volume really low, so we can't really hear what, what the sounds are. We have the subtitles on, which helps, but didn't have, like, it's not closed captioning, it's just subtitles, so... It's hilarious. Like, you can tell this guy's an out-of-work... He's playing an out-of-work actor because he's doing such a shitty job of acting on the phone with her. Like, oh, you won the lottery? Oh, you gotta be kidding. So I guess they're both failed actors, right? Because she was like, I used to be an actress briefly. I suppose. So yeah, and she woke up and got a real job, and then he went out and just kept... She's woke? ...doing his thing. She's woke, and and he's loose. We got the slabs of beef mm-hmm. in the background for Rocky to do some training on. A meatpacking district. That night, that becomes a fashionable nightclub where George Costanza hangs out with his face. Oh, speaking of Rocky, so there's, there's a serious XM channel called Wonderland, O-N-E-derland. And it's all one-hit wonders. Okay. And I was listening, because I love it. It's great. Because it's, it's literally, it's all hits. It's all, you know. Yeah. Because that's the whole thing of one-hit wonder. And I was listening the other day, and you know what song came on? Was the training montage song from Rocky Four. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. oh my god, this is amazing. Which one? There's like three training <laughs> No, it's the one, I mean, it's the, it's the, the one, one where they get to Russia? Russia? Okay, okay. With, with lyrics? The one yeah. That, okay, yeah. Oh, he's got this. Isn't this getting like? Isn't he getting robbed? 
Yeah. So, what was that song? It's a burning heart. Just yep. about to burst. Oh, yeah, okay, so there's a robbery. He's very acute. He can tell what's happening. He knows this guy's getting robbed. Kind of scoping out the message. Yep. I love that idea of interrupting a robbery and the robbers telling everyone to just act like, you know, act like nothing's, act like nothing's yeah. happening. Like, let's everyone go back to shopping. We're all like, standing here awkwardly not moving. On the house. Oh, it's very much the... This dust- cheapskate never gives me free coffee. I know there's something going on. It's that the dust till dawn situation, I guess. Well, I guess in that, they, you can't really see them, but... They have a favorite Korean. It leads me to believe that he knows lots of Koreans. This cop just said bitch and shit in a PG movie, which I guess... I, well, no, when no did PG-13 was out by now? Yeah, but no nudity. But still... And no F word. You could still, say shit in PG at least once or twice. It just seems like quick, a couple times, like unnecessarily, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before PG-13, there was like nudity all around. Sure. Like nudity was never the issue. It was always violence and language, and then somewhere... I mean, Streets of Fire is rated PG. Somewhere in the end of the like the 90s, it all switched around, and if you showed like any nudity... No, I think it was... It was definitely the... It was the mid-80s, I think, because mm, Jurassic Park was PG-13, so, you know, it was around... Yeah, but there's... I mean, that isn't like gory gore. I mean, people get eaten and stuff, but there's no harsh language in it. No, I'm just saying, like, PG-13 exists. I think they had a pretty much... Oh, no, I knew that. I'm just saying, like, as far as flipping why movies get rated what they do, I feel like you would earn an R for violence, like, all throughout, like, the 80s and 90s, and then all of a sudden, you know, the violence is okay in PG-13 movies, and as soon as you show, like, nudity, then that qualifies as an R. Or if you say the F word more than once. Yeah. Or in a way that, like, actually connotes sexual act. Because uh, nudity was never sort of a deciding factor for our PG-13 or any of that. I mean, maybe the amount of it, but uh, there's plenty of nudity in PG movies before, like, the 80s and 85. Cage hates rats. Everyone hates rats, don't they? I don't know. This was a good little plan they came up with, though, to go around back and sneak in through the garage and post up a guy across the block writing a ticket so they can't leave. Like, it's all very well thought out for these guys. They must, you know, not really... I like how the criminal is talking about how there's so much crime in the city. Like, he's got nothing better to do than, like... Basically, he's got nothing better to do than bust people like us. He takes one in the arm here, doesn't he? Or am I thinking of, um... He gets commended for this. I think... Maybe I'm thinking of Port of Call, New Orleans. He also gets commended. I don't remember. Oh. He got lucky they didn't spot him. I'm the captain now. Nice. We get some uh, crime sacks. Oh, tackles him through the window. I mean, he's got a gun. I know he doesn't really necessarily want to shoot, but like the guy was had a gun pointed at he him was, and was squeezing the trigger, yeah. and your your plan is just to charge at him? Well, he was shot too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was shot in the arm. I never, he's got some kind of thing around his neck too, I never noticed. Oh. 
just squeamish. Oh man, you got shot. I hope if I ever get shot, I just pass out and don't have to deal with like the pain or anything, and then I wake up and I'm all bandaged. Oh, this reminds me because there's it's basically telling the story of like what's going on. I mean, we see it about everything's reflected in the newspapers. I think I might have even brought this up on the podcast, but uh, Bright Lights, Big City. <laughs> Wait, with Michael uh, J. Fox. I didn't see the movie. I read the book. Oh, oh okay. I've seen the movie. That, in that, uh, there is the newspaper that like, talks about like this like baby or whatever oh, yeah, that like, yeah. parallels the main story. It feels like that's going on here, but they're just showing the newspaper for no reason. It's just like, oh, hey, yeah. it's just like sensational. Like, people are into like, I guess that's showing like now he's a celebrity. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I think they're just trying to track his story with the paper, but that would be great if we learned out through the newspapers by the end that like the Isaac Hayes angel was actually like... Uh, you know, we learned his story. Like he was a person, he was alive, he was found dead one day. <laughs> I love the case. Just donated ten thousand dollars, which is probably less than she went on that shopping spree, and she's mm-hmm. crying about how much money she's giving away. I mean, that's the thing. If they just lived like they live now, they could be fine. But she has to go ahead and remodel everything. Well, because even before they won the lottery, she was talking about how she wanted to get no, a I, job yeah, and- yeah. Exactly, but you don't. I feel like you don't remodel your shitty apartment when you win the lottery. You go buy a new apartment. Like also you go they, move uh, down uptown also they or something. Own this? It is in the village, right? So maybe it's historic and they want to hold on to it. But I feel like the proper move would have been for them to want to move uptown. And Rosie is sort of shopping up, you know, up there and looking at like the high rises, and that feels more like her. But it also get her an adorable like. Whatever this is, flowery dress with a with the hard hat with the hard hat. I mean, we could still, yeah. I guess if you really need her in a hard hat, I would like to have seen her go on some like bajillion dollar property sort of spree <laughs> with Andrew and Baxter. <laughs> she wants to move to Jersey, I guess. Okay. But that isn't prestigious. Like, take it from me. Well, you can go to Caldwell and live in a Tony Soprano house. That's prestigious. Uh, I, yeah, they don't really they didn't win that much money. I mean, again, I feel like Uptown is the right move just for this particular story and this what's happening here. Oh. Uh, wait, so does burn. she... Spo- spoiler, does she get together with 2G at the end? No, doesn't she get together with that gray-haired guy? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, gray, the the gold digger. On the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Gray's Antiques. That makes me think of the antique store from Ninja Turtles for some reason. I'm getting... For some reason, this movie's making me think of that. When I see that guy driving down the street delivering food I'd want him to just stop at one of the grates in the floor and just shove the food down there you were talking about turtles in the last episode too I know I don't about, it's uh, suburban nightmares it's in my it's it's stuck in my head apparently but it's in the same area of New York it's shot in like the same zone sure and there was an antique store he's retired I think it's temporary retirement. I don't know. Oh, look, she did buy it. I don't see diner or dinner. Do you? No, that was a different diner. Oh, dinner. Okay. Plus, she renamed a place, and she took that sign down. If it, you know, it's Yvonne's now. Okay. I wonder if she fired that guy who used to work at the desk that they put ash in their coffee. 
Charlie <laughs> Lang table. She's basically. Oh, Charlie <laughs> Lang is that? Oh, that's that's Cage. That's Cage. She's basically running a soup kitchen now. Yep. Which good for her. Oh, is he talking about the diner, or is he talking about you know oh, what? Oh, I think he means hanky panky. What? Guess if I can't buy you the next, I'll get you season tickets. He's so oh man, he's so excited. Cage just has like no use for money. Like he doesn't need, you know. Like he doesn't, he doesn't treat himself. He doesn't well, I mean, feel he's like the that. kind of guy who would like. If he was with Bridget Fonda, like, they'd be okay eating, like, you know, BLT sandwiches for dinner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, I love that about his character is, like, he's not materialistic whatsoever. You know, he's very, you know, he's like Buddha that way. He's very enlightened. He is not about the goods. He's about people, you know. He's about connections and relationships with people. (laughs) Even if he seems a little nervous around this many people. He looks good in the white tux. Looks a little Absolutely. James Bondish. Sure. <laughs> I like to see that. That would be amazing. I think he's he could play a Bond villain nowadays. I think he'd be great. If they ever took the villain back to America Bond back to America, I'd give Cage the villain role. It would have to be a new Bond though. I don't know if he could go up against Daniel Craig. Is this the guy that she gets with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he he shows he looks up pretty in a decent little white suit too. He was in Honeymoon in Vegas. He was at the poker table. He's been in a bunch of the cage stuff. Whoa, that was a very jarring edit. Well, he just keeps talking. I think yeah, it's it's like, but that's the point, kind of that she's just like taking notes on like. You could know. have at least cut like to one shot, like a close up of some guy listening, and then back. To, I don't know. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> it's all it's a fairy tale. You know what I mean? Like, no, it is. It is. It's okay. I, his bow tie's not okay. <laughs> this is great. They just go have like the most romantic night together without the boat. Looking stunning in the red dress. Wait, so what is this boat for? This is for the winners of the lot. Like, not just like oh, it's oh, a millionaire's, millionaire's cruise. cruise. That's yeah. Right. Which I don't know if you've ever been on one of those before, but they are awesome. Wait, so, okay, so <laughs> no matter what, she's got money problems. Like, she's got yep. too much money, too little yep. money. She just can't. Money, money is not her thing. Break a 20? You've got to be kidding. There's no cab ride anywhere to anywhere in New York that, like, doesn't cost at least 20 bucks. Well, this is 20 years ago. Just tell them to keep the change. Yeah, you could finally say that. She does look amazing. <laughs> She's just like stunned. Goodbye, Millionaire's Cruise. Like they would really ship off before taking a head count. Well, I don't, yeah, I mean, who knows? I also like that you know I mean, he just left the boat and they, there was nobody like saying, "Sir, we're leaving in forty-five seconds." <laughs> <laughs> it's just I can't get over how she forgot to tell the cab driver herself to keep the change. Like you can't break a twenty, keep the change. Well, she's just she's not used to having money. Of so course, like, of course. You know, but it, if it's she, a twelve dollar cab ride, she's not going to hey, there he is again. But it came across as a little like too frugal, where she's just like now she's she finally has money. She's trying to hold on to it so hard. I can't believe he's in another shot. The big pussy. 
I mean, why not? Because he's like, he's got, a, he's definitely got life to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once you're cast as part of the bowling team, you're in. You know, you're on the Millionaire Cruise. Like, what was it? Was it a bowling team in Home Alone Two? Um, I think it was a, it was a band of some Home Alone. Kind. No, Home Alone One. It, it was, was a band. It was a band. Band, yeah. But it felt like a bowling. No, didn't they go bowling or something? Why am I thinking about bowling for that? I don't know. I don't think there's any bowling in any of the Home Alone movies. Maybe he has a bowling ball in the house that he throws up and tries to murder one of the uh, crooks. I'm I'm thinking about the John Candy thing. Yeah, they're definitely like a Oompa band or some kind of band. Forget what kind. Who knows? She just decided to become a waitress. Oh, it does have Tress in it. Yeah, Actress that's a good joke. Tress. I didn't pick that up. That's clever. That's something that screenwriter definitely picked up while he was writing those two words. He's like, hey, they both have... Hey, that's a joke! Because, <laughs> I mean, that's not an extremely obvious joke, so... No, but it also sort of highlights the, the sexist nature of like naming and words and stuff a little bit. Hmm. A little bit. A little bit. I mean... Yeah. I want to be an actor or a waiter. They both have er in it. But they're just spelled differently. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, you're right. The joke, it's not a joke that way. Right. Yeah. This whole thing is a fair tale. You're finally yeah. getting it, Bridget. I like how they're calling attention to it, too, just in case the audience hasn't picked up on it. This is really romantically shot. Like, this is perfectly shot, this stuff. This, yeah. Like, the, the just, long lens, so, like, the background's all fuzzy. Just and... the camera dripping with Vaseline. <laughs> yeah. And they witness a wedding. A lot of these little details I missed, uh, I don't remember. Again, I think it's because of the rapid-fire succession in which we originally watched yeah. these. But... but aren't they about to get in a fight? No, no, no. think? I don't know. I tell you what, Bridger Fodder, you could put on 50 pounds. I would still love you anyway. If you're this, if you're like this person in real life, <laughs> and I'm just going to assume you are, because everybody's like their characters in every movie. Absolutely. They all stay friends forever. Oh, Tucci wanted to name their kid Al Pacino as like a first name. Al Pacino is Al Pacino be- Biazzi. That reminds me of the Al Pacino in that Ben Stiller movie, When They Go to War. What was that one again? This I have is, no idea what you're talking this about. This is interesting. Yeah, the Ben Stiller movie where they're filming the movie about Tropic war. Thunder? Tropic Thunder. Yeah, there's a character in there named Al Pacino. That's like his first name. He's like Al Pacino something, and he's like the rapper with the with the drink. He's okay. got like the energy drink. So Al Pacino's a funny name is what I'm getting at. I mean, you say it in your movie, it's going to generate a chuckle. Well, now we, we now have a three-show connection. We've got Al Pacino in Scent of the Woman for P.S. I Love Hoffman. We've got Al Pacino in The Devil's Advocate for Keanu Club. And now we've got Al Pacino name-dropped <laughs> in this for Cage. Wild. He just never acted with Zach or Shia, I don't think. I wish uh, I, I kind of go back and think about the trust and if it was Shia instead of Elijah and it was Cage and Shia running around Vegas trying to pull up Elijah heist. works well in it though the movie no he does he apart. does I just feel like that's a, that's like um, you could get the same kind of performance out of Shia and it would work like he would play this he could play the same type of role 
Yeah, um, I think just like recently, like that that is a shot. I was like, oh, they could have starred in that together. I wonder if they were like. I guess that was probably when they were doing American Honey, though. Yeah, yeah, good call. Either that or Man Down or something like that. He was he is certainly not in a sort of light phase of his career right now, Shia. Well, the trust also gets kind of dark. I don't know, but yeah. Right. I see what you're saying. It gets dark, but it's supposed to be goofier, I think. Yep. Jerry Lewis. I love when Elijah comes over and Jerry Lewis answers the door and he's just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, who, like, he doesn't even know how to process what he's looking at. Yes, you guys know you deserve. You belong together. You belong. To, you you belong dancing. Really seriously. <laughs> he's, Cage. He's so charming. I forget. I forget because of like recently he's. Not that he doesn't have charm or anything. Really it's just do he doesn't really pump if, it up like this. I wonder if recently like he's just. Like, is he just accepting the first thing that crosses his desk, or is he, like... Or are people just not writing good parts for him? Because, I mean, he's still the best part of every movie, but he's not necessarily in... Definitely not in always in good movies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the parts, like, he plays them well, but like, they're not necessarily always good parts, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I think that's the trouble, is, like, he gets good roles in bad films a lot, right? Like, like his... There's nothing wrong with the parts that he's been playing, it's just the rest of the films haven't been great. Except for, um... Army of One, you know, like... I feel like that worked really well all around, but easily, it easily could have been terrible, right? Like that, that was a close call. I feel like we got that was a close one. Uh, but stuff like Doggy Dog, like I feel like he's got an interesting character if we were just following him the whole movie. But then we got like Willem Dafoe's okay, but then that third guy is just bad. Can't stand him. Um, so it just kind of like drags the rest of the movie away. I don't know that he's doing necessarily the first thing that comes across his desk. Maybe some of it is just I need to be working and I need to have some steady income. But then some of it is could just be like, oh, the character is interesting, but the story doesn't hold together. And then, I don't know, some of it can be he's just not getting sent stuff that we want to see him in. Yeah. Like he's not, I mean, it's, why is it Javier Bardem instead of him in Pirates 6 or whatever, Pirates 5, whatever one we're up to now? Like, it totally... I, why can't he be the dead pirate ghost? He could. Um, I don't know why they're not thinking of him for that. He's bank... He, I feel like he's still bankable if and you give Disney him a chance. history with him, too. Yeah. And I feel like he would work best in a franchise that is absurd and crazy and already swinging for the fences in such a way. Fast and the Furious. That would be great. He would be great in that. I really thought that they got into a fight here. I guess they didn't because they're just, it's all like a... It's like quite the contrary. They're yeah. making plans. She's a spin tr- spinster? Is that it? When girl dating another girl's husband? Spinster? No, that's not it at all. I think that was an old term for it. Well, I think it's Spencer, somebody who just doesn't, you know, it doesn't go out like it's like, you know, like a stay-at-home... Oh, I thought it was uh, someone who um, entertained a lot of men no. that were, like, uh, already with other people. Who knows? Not a, I'm... a term used to indicate an unmarried woman who has passed the usual or legal age for marrying, 
Spinster illegal? originally the woman whose occupation was to spin. Wait, there's a legal age to I get married? Used to be. Like, I understand you don't, you know, you could be too young, perhaps, but... Okay, so I, I, I was not using that term correctly. How did he get back on... Oh, the boat docked, okay. Boat docked. I was like, how did he get back on the boat? She doesn't even realize that he missed it. Jack Gross, you are gross, Jack. Yeah, he's gonna... You know, he didn't become a millionaire by not swindling people out of their millions for nothing. It is, it's all gross. Like, his name was It's like, <laughs> it's just icky. It's too bad you're named Mr. Gross. And you're not, like, cleaner. Like, you almost wonder if, like, the screener is like, should I call him Mr. Gross? It seems a little bit on the nose. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's fine. I think the other name for him was Mr. Monopoly. <laughs> also gone. fine. Oh, rollerblading sequence. I think this is the first rollerblading sequence committed to film? No, I'm just kidding. It's certainly um, overshadowed by the entirety of Hackers, I'll give it that. There's also what's the is it Mr. No, not Mr. Deeds. What's the Adam Sandler movie? What's oh, Mr. Deeds? Big Daddy. Oh, or Big Daddy. That's the, what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Those or are all New York. He, those are all New York City rollerblading movies. He's gonna yell about here when he hits the pond. He says leprosy. I remember that because of uh, that Italian movie he made about the lepers. Oh right, Time to Kill. Yeah. So wait, he's gonna say. We have subtitles, so I guess we'll see it. Or maybe I missed it. Oh, there it is. See? Okay, I'll catch <laughs> here from the water, brothers. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a reference to the Italian movie or just like the disgusting state of New York. Park no, no. Yeah, I don't think he's directly referencing, but but we could make the connection. <laughs> I made the connection when I first when I saw this. I was like, he said leprosy. He was in a movie about that. <laughs> kind of about that. This is great. We're going to pay for everybody's uh, ride right now. This just doesn't seem practical, you know? Yeah. Just stand there and as they walk through and put it... Don't hand out the... Why is this mad rush? People are taking trains. They don't even need to go places. <laughs> then I can go uptown for free? Oh. Chef is back. But can they see him? Yeah, they they spend their money on good deeds. When did the subway stop giving tokens? tokens Oh, yeah. Soon after this, I believe. Oh, we have here uh, the voice. Soon after. Oh, yeah. Bob Shepard, who died. Old Yankee Stadium, which is dead. They're also dead. It could <laughs> happen to you, the nice, the titular theme song. How did uh, his partner get, like, how did he get on the call list for this day to be, a, he's like, I saw, we're filming at Yankee Stadium, I am coming to work that well, because, day. <laughs> like, I mean, he's been set up as the... Yeah, his best friend. As the sports guy, too, you know what I mean? Oh, right, right, the, right, yeah, he is the sports guy. 
Oh, she looks so adorable trying to pitch <laughs> on the I'm sorry. But again, I just think any girl wearing a baseball hat is really cute. Like, it just adds, like, 100% cute factor for me. Sure. With her high-waisted mom jeans. <laughs> yeah, and... Nice yeah, she's, not, she's not too far behind uh, Alabama Worley in terms of like ultimate '90s mm-hmm. movie wives. Cajun full catcher get up is pretty kind of a cool look. Like he's never played, yeah, it's a ball awesome. player, right? Like he's never played a baseball player, never played a basketball player, he hasn't played any sports guys. Boy in blue. Oh yeah, well, sculling. sculling, I mean, that's not even a fucking sport. Like, <laughs> that's so funny because that's the sport that got knocked out by baseball when it when baseball came up yep. and shit. Oh, I love this. I forgot. Oh yeah, this is this is a really cool uh I'd love to have a picture like this of myself as a kid catching a ball. And Polaroid cameras which are pretty much gone now. <laughs> And WPIX is no longer its channel 11 is now WB the CW now that's right it's not even WB dare to defy yep no this is this is a classic 90s nostalgia trip there was Cage ever in another oh that's adorbs oh I love his Hilfiger shirt I think my brother had that shirt that's great (laughs) I'm trying to think about him in other sports movies I mean we got Keanu as a coach in hardball yeah. Zeph has basically done every sport. Keanu's also uh, in the replacements, plays football. Yep. Yeah, Cage really only did sculling, I think. He could still be a coach in something, right? I'd love to see him be, like, a coach, like, in one of those inspirational, you know, basketball movies like Rudy or something, or, or Hoosiers. Uh, Hoosiers, or, or even, like, We Are Marshall, right? Like, I mean, that's, but something along those lines. Oh, it's raining Cage's wardrobe. <laughs> I mean, really, how much did that token thing cost them? Maybe like a thousand dollars. Maybe I mean not even. Yeah, so like each of those like, were a dollar. Like a one, right? You can get like a one way on the metro card for what, like two ten or something like that. Now, yeah, yeah, and so back then it was probably a maybe a dollar. And they only gave it out, I mean, I don't know, I guess we don't really know how long they were there for. Yeah, that's right. It was. It, it looked like they might have gotten stuck there longer than they wanted. Uh-oh. The Some, chooch. Someone's loose. Oh, Jesus. I love it. I forgot, I forgot his, like, you know... Almost a gayness. Jacked, <laughs> a jacked? Yeah, he is. Also, I never really Dude. picked up on the... How like disrespectful he's being! Like the first thing oh, she yeah. bought for no, the first thing she bought for herself mm-hmm. after winning the lottery were these peanuts, and he's eating them. Like it doesn't mean anything. You know what uh, I mean? Absolutely. The macadamia nuts. Total invasion of space and privacy. I just feel like that the towel. It's a symbolic thing. Yeah. The towel. The towel gag was not the way to go. It's just too. It's like too too close for call. <laughs> it's too close for comfort. Sometimes he's swinging those legs too high. No, that's fine. Mm, I'm not fine with it. But wasn't it? Didn't you say something the first like, look, time well, around? Like, like, look, oh my gosh! Yeah, she, her apartment is now. She, yeah, now she's like Cleopatra. Like all like terrible nineties. 
She went, yeah, her fashion leans more toward, like, the Egyptian Cleopatra. Like, even Liz Taylor, no, we mentioned it before. Like, look at that painting of herself. Um, but didn't you say something you thought maybe had, like, Tucci may not have actually been straight, his character in this movie or something. We're, there was some, some kind of, like, thing about that the first maybe. time we went through this. I, I'm not really picking up on any of that, but I, I don't know. I'm also not hearing the how he's delivering the lines... Because it just seems like he's only back for the money, not really for her. Oh, Jesus, that was too close. <laughs> hey, man, if you see a little, if you see a little Tucci dick, it's not the end of the world. How is that not? But honestly, theatrical. like, if only he had. I feel like I feel bad for for him because if like only he had a full head of hair. Like, he would be he's, perceived completely he's under, different. He's got underwear on. No, I know. I was more joking. But I feel like him as an actor would be perceived completely differently and get totally different roles if he had a full head of hair. He'd be much more of, like, the action or romantic guy as opposed to now I kind of see him as, like, the weaselly sort of pencil-pushing guy in most things. Tucci. Unfortunately, my my sort of favor of him's colored a little too much by the movie The Core, which is always fucking on, and he plays quite an asshole in. We could just not watch The Core. <laughs> but sometimes I'm just looking for stuff on in the background while I'm editing or doing other things, and you're right, I could just not watch that. But there's some kind of like bizarre draw for me to that movie. Like It's so bad. My dad loves it, I think. That's with Aaron Eckhart, right? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those... Is it or no? Uh, no, the next Karate Kid. I always forget... Boys Don't Cry. I always forget... Hillary that. Swank? Yeah, Hillary Swank. But it it's like one of those... Yeah, it's total Armageddon. Total, like, Roland Emmerich style, but by an even bigger hack. Big shot. He, she really is. She does actually end up going there, right? <laughs> I don't remember. It just sucks that. Oh, he I gets to stay and take the nuts and all that. Well, I mean, there's nothing for him in that apartment. Like it's all like you know. Yeah. Twelve thousand dollars in debt apartment. And he got kicked out. Oh, this is great. You should go to the plaza. Like. Oh, right, right, right. Perfect. adorable. I like seeing all the kids on the porch stoop and everything. And you can't go to the holiday and you just won the lottery. On 9th. Not even the one on 10th. You know what? Maybe I will. Hello, are you here for the podcast? I agree. This is a very good movie. Oh, look at that iconic lonely man shot of him walking off by himself. This actually like, reminds no, me a little bit of Wild at Heart. But no one walks down the middle of the f- street. Like, use the sidewalk, pal. Come on. Like, yeah. I understand you're being dramatic and it's everything. Cinematic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would not have worked anywhere near as well if he was walking on the sidewalk. I do like the kid was like, I need to know where you're staying just in case I need to call you. Like, why is that kid going to need to call him? Yeah, what is going on with that kid? 
Well, maybe they need an extra for stickball. Oh, you're you're her. Because it's not like we have a special rate for oh uh, for land for philanderers. Oh, non-smoking. Come on. Yeah. Sometimes you sound like you're letting air out of a balloon slowly. She sounds like the saddest cat in the world. Well, she's all good. They're, they're not sharing a room, right? They're next to No, yeah. But it's a little totally too forward. I mean, what did you think he was there for? She seemed really surprised that well, I think Rosie she... Perez wasn't joining Nick Cage in a well, few minutes. <laughs> maybe she's optimistic. Maybe she's like, oh, you know, they're done. Now I have a chance with this guy of my dreams, sort of. The plaza's been in so many movies. We're talking about Home Alone before, isn't? Doesn't he say? Is he saying? No, he says Trump. Where's he? In say? the second one, I think he's at the plaza. I think Donald Trump's so. in the second one, right? But he just walks through the yeah. the lobby of the plaza, right? Or the, he should have been like, "Hey, Kevin McAllister should have stayed at Trump's. The plaza is sad and garbage." That's the cop. That's the waitress. Oh man, they're like, "This is it." That for some reason reminded me of the scene in Honeymoon in Vegas. Where um, I forget the James Conn's character's name, but he's like drop. He's he's doing the valet parking, and then after the valet guy goes, "Yeah, the new Mrs. James Conn looks a lot like the old Mrs. James Conn." <laughs> Maybe it's this director where it's just let's have a moment at the end of these scenes where the like the help talks the right? help comments on what's happening. <laughs> Oops, our rooms connect. Man, oh man. Yeah, I'm sure most of the rooms on this floor look the same. Oh man, they all are fruit, but do they have peaches? Oh. Hmm. Cage is giving the stare there. He looks a little Peter Lowish there right now. <laughs> to me, a little vampire's kishes. It's the eyebrows. I think that's what was kind of throwing me yeah, before. Yeah, maybe. It's weird. I was watching, you know, the Sister Act movies a couple days ago, and I don't know about the first one, but something I couldn't ignore in the second one is Whoopi has no eyebrows. Really? There's no eyebrows in there. Maybe they don't show up on standard definition Streaming. Oh, off of they're kissing. Nice. Finally, how far we're like an hour fifteen-ish into this movie, and finally, because it's you're so nervous because it's right. Have you really though? You haven't really spent that much time together. I guess for being new friends, they have right. They've spent almost every day, and it's not even. Yeah, it's not really how much time. It's what they've been doing is such quality, quality time over quantity. Yeah. Oh, look, they have the robes. Oh, they definitely compromised. Yeah. I don't think they've 
I don't think. Oh, no. that's that's so immediate. To be How is that immediately? Uh, well, there's some. There's a rat in the hotel. Apparently, they sell that story to the, the Daily News or the Post or whatever that is. Yeah, they'll buy it because the city is obsessed. The city is obsessed with them, you know. So, and they're not doing anything wrong, though. That's the other thing. Like, why is the well? Post- he's technically still married. Yeah, but they're separated. She threw him out. So, no one's doing anything wrong per se. But they're also very private people. They don't want this. They don't. Well, want of course. I mean, I could understand that. that. Like magnifying glass. You know, we're all private people. No one wants to be on the cover of the newspaper. Well, Rosa Perez does. Well, aside from her, Chuchi probably does. Yeah. Oh, red buttons. I forgot he was in this for no reason as his lawyer. <laughs> like, what the hell? Why not? I mean, he is sort of like, hey. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Richard Jenkins. Jenkins is in just everything when you go back and look. He's almost like that with their boobs done. He's like that time traveler, like that story where you go back and what was that from? Oh, on Fringe. Did you watch Fringe? No. There was a part. Uh, there are these. Ow. There was this one. I don't want to. I don't know if you'll ever watch Fringe. No, I will. So don't spoil it. I think I'm going to watch in like two years, maybe. Oh, you'll probably forget by then. But the, it's not only in Fringe, but there's a there's a there's like this time travel thing where like you look back in history. But there was a Twilight Zone episode about it, where this guy's looking back through his history book and he sees his, the guy his daughter is dating, and it's like he's never aged. He's always been there, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, that's gotcha. Where was, that's where I was going with that. It's like you could just go back through time, and there he is. He's always Richard Jenkins has been in every movie since the beginning of time. You just didn't notice him. He doesn't, he doesn't look young here. <laughs> he looks just like he does now. Like just he doesn't with look darker hair. Like I don't feel like he looks old now or whatever. Like he seems perpetually middle aged. Like he's probably got a little more hair in this than it's today, the hair, but. In the, but he still has like the pockmarked face and everything. He doesn't look like a young yeah. man. He looks like he does in Step Brothers, which I always, I mean. That is unlike any of his other movies. <laughs> Ew. So not only has she, like, augmented herself and remodeled herself and remade herself, like, she's about to get taken by that guy. Right? She wants to divorce so she can go with um, Mr. Gross. Mm-hmm. This is like the only straw that Cage wants is to let Bridget Fonda yeah. keep her money. It's like you could take my money, you could take your money. But even if that's true, how is that like? Aren't they supposed to like? You know, she's not going to get complete ownership of everything. Right. Even if they had a long-standing relationship, like... Right. There's no precedent. Plus, it's already legally bound that they've transferred the money. You can't go back, and it's not like that money belongs to Nick Cage or her anymore. Like, it doesn't belong to them anymore, so it's not like you could retroactively... Right. ...give it back. That's like if he sold a car, and they got divorced, and she's like, go to the person you sold the car to I and get it. Car, yeah, yeah, it's part my, It's mine. Luckily, Yvonne's the type of girl who isn't really going to care about that as long as she has you. You're the real lottery, don't you get it? 
you, each other. Is the Tooch there? No, the Tooch is not there. She's there. Where's the Tooch? I think she got rid of him for the rest of the movie. Kicked him out, gave him the boot. Well, she left, and then he just, I guess he left, and she went back to her place, and he's not there. Who's, oh, Bo is the friend. Bo's Bo's the the cop, yeah. yeah. All right, nice little Barney sleeping bag. That teddy bear is enormous. If we recast this, I'd like this to be uh, Barack and Michelle Obama, and that's like Sasha. (laughs) Can you you imagine a movie... With like <laughs> with the president with Ryan Gosling and his best friend is Barack Obama. <laughs> I can actually. It'd be a great movie. You know, Barry. I just, I just don't know. You no, know but, it's not, but he's not playing himself. He's playing no, the I character. Know, I know, but it's very clearly Barack Obama. I want the teddy bear from Ted to play the teddy bear. Okay, and like go like take a bong rip after. <laughs> this is great because now that it's like up to public debate, and the entire city rallies around them. Right, like that's... yeah, because they're adorable. Oh, one game out. Yeah, the Yankees though. Not the yeah, Mets, of course, the worst team ever. They still are. So this is '94. Oh, so this, if this is '94, this is the strike shortened season. So oh, interesting. I mean, they're just guessing here. I think. Well, plus it might not take place that year. It could have just been shot that year. Oh, anniversary. How is she not oh, which, the date? Because it's two days. Remember, they celebrate on the day they actually got engaged and the day they actually got something else, 24th or something. There it is. Red Button's grilling her in court. I know, this is a real the people versus OJ situation we have. If the numbers don't fit, you must acquit. Might as well get her to try on the glove. (laughs) <laughs> he wrote three numbers on the chalkboard and he's like, case closed. <laughs> well, no, because he has three other numbers in his head and they don't line up with the ticket. Oh, I know. <laughs> I got he one. just, yeah, like he's never won in, <laughs> he's never won a single objection. Now, wouldn't they be tried together like that? They probably have, they wouldn't all be, I mean, he doesn't represent both of them. He might. That's a, Beautiful picture of the courtroom artist thing. Oh boy. Oh boy, Rosie Perez. I can't be more of a horrible person. Whoa, who is that reporter? He looked like uh, Leslie Nielsen in a wig or something. I do kind of like that rose, that solid gold rose thing she's wearing, Rose for Rosie. Oh, she, so she's claiming her dead dad came to her in a vision yep. to pick the numbers that then, yeah. Yep. In a dream. Because that'll hold up in court. You know, dreams, like, you know. How are you not objecting to this, Red Buttons? <laughs> he just won, he just got, he just won an objection. He doesn't want to push it. <laughs> See, obviously, it was because of her dream that she, you know, he picked the 26th. They did a good job of, like, obviously she didn't, she's not, those boobs are hers and they're not, like, makeup or anything, but they did a good job of hiding them earlier and then revealing them later to to fanfare, to, to, to much, sure, whatever. 
dead father picked winners. Is that Bill Clinton in the middle there? <laughs> well, I don't know. I was looking at the Mets on the back page. Maybe. <laughs> the uh, the courtroom artist looks like one of the Cohen brothers. So I'll just throw that out there. Maybe it is. Probably not. And the guy behind her looks like a little like American Timothy Dalton. This is the game that I've chosen to come up with for myself. <laughs> what you're other actors you're just do these people look like, like? I vaguely know what they look like and not really. <laughs> it's a fun game that no one can play except for you. Well, you could play on your own, I guess. You just, yeah, no teams. If we recast, who would the lawyers be today? Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, I want to go with Tina Fey and Tim Meadows from the Unbreakable Kimmy Smith courtroom. All right. <laughs> if that's okay, can we just split them up? and put Or them we could just here? keep it as Richard Jenkins and maybe throw a Bob well, Balaban yeah. in there. <laughs> you could totally keep Jenkins. He hasn't aged a day. And yeah, throw Maliban. He looks like... Oh, no, maybe maybe instead of red buttons, you have like a Louis C.K. That could work. They're both redheads, so... And comedians. Gingers. Ginger comedians. And just sort of like flustered and like, you know... That was a quick insert, Lotto Cop hits wife. Well, so we keep, we've, had, we've had more than one of those. We've had... Like, it's just saying like it's the next day in the trial. How many days would this really go for? Hey, man... I feel like this would be one really long, boring afternoon in court. I mean, we didn't even go through jury selection or any of that kind of stuff here. I mean, look at that jury. Bunch of bums. (laughs) It was because I let loose the tooch. Basically, right? Yeah, he ran up the bills and then ran out of town. Ran up, ran out. Turn on, tune in, drop out. Talk hard. Are we still along the same lines? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're talking about anymore. Uh, pump up the volume. All right. Have you not seen Pump Up? Oh, no. Oh, you're going to have... That's a... I think you're going to like it. It's not going to happen. Well, I no, have to watch list. Christian Slater. I like him in one movie. Well, prepare to make it two. I basically like him in one movie. Well, I mean, true romance, but the other movie is pump up the volume. Like, he's okay and stuff, but I never really followed him. He did some movie, I remember, when I, I saw it on a plane, where he had, like, a monkey heart or a chimp heart, or, like, he had, like, a heart problem, what? and then he got a heart transplant, and the thing was, like, his heart was, like, a chimp's heart, uh, and then he fell in love, or Rosie, no, um, oh, God. Did he fall in love with a monkey because no, of no. heart? <laughs> no, it was, um... That would be a better movie. Oh my gosh, I'm doing bad with names today. And speaking of courtrooms, it was in my cousin Vinny, the girl from um, Marissa Tomei. Tomei. Yeah, he, they fall in love, and um, his monkey heart gives out or something. And, uh, my cousin Vinny, I think my favorite movie from that year. I think that's, I think that's that was a my great list. movie. So that in theaters too. I remember my one. I have a very vivid memory of going. My brother was in law school at the time, taking me to see that movie, and then him trying to pick up the girl like who sold us the tickets. <laughs> All right. Back uh, in 92. It's a good movie, though. Lymphomaniac. Crossover to all his movies. Oh, so the gold-digging Nymphomaniac is... Rosie Page? Oh. Oh, wait, no, I don't know. That's what they're trying to paint him as. I think so. 
Who would this jer- who would the uh, bailiff be? That guy? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm <laughs> just kidding now. Although I'll tell you, the judge should be Whoopi Goldberg. Terrible, terrible. That's why you hire a better lawyer than a red buttons. Yeah. Oh, he's crying. Devastated. Why are the founding fathers like playing golf in that painting? You know why not? These are nice. That's nice artwork. This has got to be like a real courthouse in New York, I guess. Oh right? yeah, yeah. It's the uh, the New York courthouse. The New York courthouse. Whoa. Getting you know, aggressive. You know, in the movie where Al Pacino's name dropped, it actually kind of has, you know, flashes to Devil's Advocate. We're in a courtroom. Mm-hmm. You know, if he had hired Keanu... Yeah. Oh, man, that is... What is with you, Isaac <laughs> just there. At least say something. Yeah, he might not have talked since, like, the first, like, five minutes, right? No, not since He's that opening like, three shots, though, since then. He at least needs to say, like... Things were looking terrible for our lovely couple. Wow, the the bad person was getting her way. The good people were not getting their way. Yeah, well... But no. Oh, Bridget Fonda. That's a nice shot, the way she came down the steps into frame, like, into the that little corner. And... So a lot of nice camera moves in this movie. It's just From kinda... the director of striptease. <laughs> it just kind of take it... Well, I haven't seen that, but Burt Reynolds... To me, more it can't be that. Can it be that bad? Probably. I've seen scenes from it. It's got Michael Clark Duncan too, right? As the like bodyguard. Um, Anyway, though, I mean, I kind of take it for granted nowadays. Like these nice camera shots. Like he's got some crane action going on. Really nice compositions. Everything seems to be there for a reason. Well, they're like longer shots too. It's not like they're. Mm-hmm. Like quick cutting, like if this. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, totally. Like I can't following him down the street solemnly. Yeah, yeah. Even I mean, don't they? Doesn't like the this? city like put together like a donation? And don't they get? Don't they get that money or something? I think so. Yeah, pack of cigarettes a dollar eighty. Whew. I think it. Oh wow, dollar eighty, huh? I think they um, they go to the diner and they open up and then there's all the money in the basket or something and they take a balloon ride. Or, I can't. They remember. do take a balloon ride. I forgot about that. Or is that? No, yeah, that's this movie. That's like the very end, I think. Yeah, that's the credits. Here they are contemplating... Suicide? Yeah, just life without each other, moving to New Jersey. Although, I don't know why... Why can't they be together? They can. It's just they need time after the trial for the dust to settle. I don't feel like there's any reason why they couldn't have left the courtroom together hand in hand or just gone into another courtroom and gotten married right away. I think it's just she ran off... Because she's embarrassed, embarrassed. Yeah. yeah, and like her good name has sort of been dragged through the mud, and it's all just become a big spectacle. Can he just get his job back too? Like unretire, probably. Okay. Unless they don't want the negative press and the publicity of you know the most famous man in New York. On the well, yeah, I, I can understand, like, because of the press, he'd, they'd need to give him his job back. But if he just retired and then never won the lottery and didn't become famous and decided, um, I'm going to go back to being a cop, like, eight months later, will they just take him back? Probably. Maybe. Okay. There's probably some kind of grace period there. 
So did she take her name down? No, it's still up there, just not let up. Got it. Just devastating. This is like a really nice looking shot too. Like mm-hmm. this is lit in the way that it's dark. Unlike Amos and Andrew, you can actually still see things. Yes, thank you. Right, exactly. Like, this is how you do that type of lighting. Lighting, dark lighting for comedy. It's very mood lighting, but it's very pretty. Oh man, he's just a big breakdown. Oh, oh because okay, that's of funny. you. Yeah. Because of you, I have you. Ah! I mean, that's a that is the best line. Yep. There's no way you had me at there's I'm, whatever you said. You had me at high. <laughs> you had me at go away. <laughs> you had me at meatball sandwich. I finally I was sitting there wondering why Batman is watching. Jerry Maguire during Lego Batman movie mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there going why the hell is he watching this movie what's the joke the joke is from the Dark Knight when Joker says you complete me right oh is it isn't that from Jerry Maguire you complete yeah, that's, me I mean that's from Jerry Maguire yeah like, and that's why he's, Batman's watching it in the Lego he's Batman he's trying to make movie. sense of it I guess that's what I thought I was trying to, that's how I put it together that's just that's the joke connection Batman watching Jerry Maguire don't know how long I racked my brain for that. Like, why is that the movie he's watching? Why is that the movie? Is this Isaac Hayes? Because he looks kind of like the bum he should have played the entire movie and the magic. Oh, it is. Movie. Yeah, no, because he comes in to the suit okay. table. So he shows up as this bum. Was he the same bum from before? No, he wasn't the blind. That was a blind bum. No, 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 no. Remember there was the guy at the table before? Oh, no, no. That was, that guy was a different guy. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I thought, I thought, oh, no. <laughs> oh, you th- you think? That seems to be the non-sign language international sign for hungry. Yep. Mm-hmm. That I mean, she's good. in a better... Well, th- th- so does Rosie Perez get this restaurant now, too? No, no, no. Right? But that... I mean, she couldn't hmm. sue for it, you know what I mean? I guess she could sue for it if she wants. But I don't think she knows that this lady bought the diner. She's like, she doesn't know. I don't think she knows. She yeah, but like, you know, she got $2 million, and now it's like, oh, I only have like $1.3 million or what? you know what I mean? Like, I guess, I don't know. Eh. Oh, yeah, let's move up to Buffalo. That seems romantic and like a good idea. <laughs> It's like, uh, you know, those aren't real Buffalo policemen. Yeah, isn't Buffalo mostly just kind of like country, like the sticks? No, Buffalo's a city. It is? Okay. Oh, and he's the stupid photographer guy? That's right. This is all sorts of, I don't like these multiple levels. I forgot about this. Yeah. I don't like that he was revealed to no, be a reporter. No, I do. I do. No, I don't. Because they set him up as a magical 
narrator. No, he's, he's basically like this. The whole movie is like but, a newspaper but, article. No, but he's breaking the fourth wall though, like right off the bat. Yeah, because he's the narrator of these, like reading the article out loud. Like that's no, it's fine. It's not. It's a journalism thing. I don't like it. <laughs> oh boy. I guess it's fine, but I don't know. It no, feels clumsy. No, it's good. No. I don't feel like they needed him to be magical. Like, don't well, he's not se- magical. No, though. no, no. But don't set him up with the possibility of we're the only ones that can see this guy because he's talking to the camera. At least pepper him out throughout the no, movie more. No, but it's, it's a commentary on the homeless people. Like, they're, they're, they're invisible to the, to the world. I know, but it's fine. it doesn't need that commentary. It's fine. It's, this movie isn't making it's fine. any kind of... It's fine. Serious, dramatic. Point. I love it. Oh right, they they're just flooded with envelopes. I forgot. Yeah, this is adorable. They can't even push the door open because there's so many envelopes. Because the city just oh melted them all the money. Overnight. And there's like dollars and everything. Yeah. So the... Yeah. And they have the whole sort of muted now, but they're still pink and blue. kind of funny how he was in a movie called Boy in Blue and he played a cop which I referred to as the Boys in Blue. Right? Is that the name of the sculling movie? Boy in Blue? Boy in Blue, yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know that we found a meaning behind that in that film. Was the canoe blue? I don't remember. I don't know. I like how they wrote $20 on the check and <laughs> they crossed it out and they wrote 10 Like, <laughs> like no, they, I mean, they're good Samaritans, but I can't I can't spare 20 bucks right now. It's like, I'm still on my own hard times. Okay, dude, ponytail coming out through the back of that hat, not a good look for you. I mean, these good Samaritans keeping the USPS in business. Sorry, the diner's closed today. We have mail to open. Yeah, everyone's starting up a swear jar for them. 20 bucks? He just dropped 20 bucks in there? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, because of them, he's selling a lot more papers. Ghostbusters. It's the ghost house again. Hey, even us in a completely different time of the year are taking up the collection. <laughs> <laughs> Like, everyone decided to mail their letter at the same time in that shot. I like how she's doing the sort of, like, shower myself with envelopes the way Demi Moore showers herself with money in Indecent Proposal. It's like... It's like the uh, family-friendly version. Now, is that money taxable? It's a gift. No, right? I don't know. Not if they don't declare it. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah, Yvonne. Oh, that was right. They closed it, right? Okay. The Tooch. He got run out of town. Oh, he's a cab driver now. Hey. Just like Shia in Constantine. Now that... See, it's a happy ending for everyone. Except for Muriel, it doesn't deserve to be happy. Because of her ending, it's a happy ending for us. This would be great if they were just dumping those letters back onto the public that gave all the money, <laughs> all the money back. Here's all the money you gave us. Yay! Cop, Wed's waitress. 
Now they gotta go clean up Central Park with all that crap they dropped on top of it. It's a very wonderful shot there. Nice closing shot. This movie is the best. And Doubt as Carol. And K. Dom Ling as Son? Get the, Why do we have that? Song again? Why do we get Young at Heart? Oh, Wendell Pierce. What is he from? I know that name. Because that's his partner, Bo. That's no, but the I mean, like, what other movies is he oh, yeah, He's in tons, but I knew him from The Wire. Um, 32 movies. Selma, The Gift, Bad Moms. Oh, he's in that, hackers. too. He's, yeah, he's the agent they Parker. fuck with at Hackers. He's in tons of stuff, man. He's even on uh, Treme. That oh, show. he's on The Runner. That's right. He's, he's back on The Runner. Oh, yeah, The Runner. He's big in New Orleans. He's big down there. He's I think he's based out of there now. This, I mean, this obviously was shot in New York, right? Hmm. Not like all of New York, but mo- yeah. They didn't really go like everywhere they could have. They didn't go to the. I'm surprised they didn't do the Empire State Building as a, like a romantic thing. Well, they only did like a couple romantic things. Most of it was just like generous things. You know what I mean? Right, they did the right. subway. They did that dinner. Yeah, they didn't really get a chance to. Right, be a couple, like a real couple, until the very end. They'll take the city by storm after the movie, and it could happen to you again. <laughs> it could happen to you twice. <laughs> it rehappened to you. Oh my gosh. Stiff. So if you made it all the way to the end here, let us know. Email joey at cageclub.me. You can go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, at cageclubpod on Twitter. This will probably be released in, I don't know, you, you know better than we do, September, October, maybe so. We're probably probably in the downtime between Keanu and Ben Affleck, and the downtime between Zac Efron and Ryan Gosling, who we'd like to, we'd like to have recast. The film was inspired by the generosity of Detective Robert Cunningham and his wife, Gina. They've been happily married for 31 years. The waitress and her husband have been happily married for 37 years. Oh. Oh, that's right. They didn't get married, right? No, no, yeah. They made... That was... That was for the movie. Created for the film. They were all happily married to begin with. But you gotta jazz it up. <laughs> I mean, it's only based on it. Jazz it up with Zatarans? <laughs> I mean, maybe if this was a book, they would have stuck a little closer to it. <laughs> it wouldn't have been as good. I'm surprised there's no song called It Could Happen to You that they could have used. No, it was in the middle. Did it? That yeah, that's what I said. I was talking about the titular song in the middle. Yeah, yeah. when they're on, when they're having dinner, they I, play it. I thought that was it. Had to be you. I don't know. Oh, maybe it was. No, I thought it was. It could happen to you. I don't know. Okay, it's close enough. Mm. That's what I was going to come back for the closing credit. But this is another song. What do you mean? No similarity to actual persons living in dead is intended. That's to be totally inferred. false. Like this was totally. That's, that's the whole point of it. Based everything. on real people. Yeah. Oh, movie, movie, movie. So what would the post credit scene be if you could have your way? Uh, it's got to be a scene with Rosie Perez. Yeah, definitely. Like, at the slot. Yeah. Right. Like, Mama, I'm coming or something. Yeah. All right. See you next time on Cage Club Revisited. <laughs>